1: Hello, and welcome to the Not Your Grandmother's Book Club podcast, where we read them so you don't have to, because this gold ticket took us to a factory even scarier than Wonka's. My name is Kevin, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, Benedict, who loves telling people all about the comma he graduated from. Benedict, what's a recent accomplishment? You're, You're so mad. I see your face. You're mad at that joke. What's a recent accomplishment of yours that you are proud of?
2: I don't know. Finding an apartment.
1: In in this economy, it took you, it took
2: you so long. Yeah, I'm moving, folks. Yeah, no, that that or creating a Twitter account for, for that now has yes one getting my first Twitter follower, which was the which show. was me. The show followed me back, which was nice of it, I guess.
1: To be fair, like I didn't do any attempt whatsoever to no, get any of our listeners that's to follow fine. you. They can go follow me. I probably will My
2: handle is it's. Uh, uh,
1: it should be, it should be at Y at NYG Wait, what was see. <laughs> how we do
3: this show. Yeah.
1: NYG Benedict I think it's is what just it should at have NYG
2: been. BC ben.
1: Yeah, it should have been at N Y G Benedict. That's well, what it absolutely should have yeah. been. Maybe I also you've been th- off Twitter for so long. It should have
2: just... you know what I, it should have been uh, Ben YGBC like Ben YT. Mm, yeah. You know what? That's not bad yeah, either. Either that. one would have been yeah, better. I I just,
1: either I, one. I, yeah, you yeah. you I, shit the
2: bed. Yeah, I did shit the bed. It's fine. I just I panicked. Anyway, at uh, which one is it again at NYGBC? Go follow ben.
1: Benedict at, at uh, Books Online Twitter. NYGBC the
2: Ben is the. Is <laughs>
1: Go follow Benedict there, sure. If you want yeah. to, if you want some some dry takes, some really dry, real, takes.
2: real dry, real dry <laughs> times. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. What What's your recent accomplishment? That's let's, let's... my recent
1: accomplishment, Benedict. I recently was in the top one thousand uh, on one of my Peloton workouts. Hmm. There's a whole leaderboard system there. Was it one that like
2: five hundred people were doing?
1: I <laughs> knew You're gonna do something <laughs> like that? No. Uh, I you know I've, I've been. Basically, almost every day, other than the couple weekends, you know, I had to go back for Christmas and then for my little brother's wedding, so I've missed those days, and I take a day here and there, but I average, like, 25 days a month uh, on the bike working out, and I've been improving all my times and everything, and uh, and on, I think on average, most of the ride, the, the one I got in the top 1,000 on, it was a 45-minute ride. That's pretty good. Uh, which there are fewer people on than, like, the 30-minute ride. Mm. So, you know, the 30-minute ones are, like, 70,000 to 100,000 the 45-minute ones, you're probably closer to 50,000 on or something That's like that. That's good, then. Look
2: at you. Okay. But I
1: ranked in the top 1,000. I was pretty damn proud of that. Yeah. Pretty damn proud. Uh, I've also lost 35 pounds since I moved from D.C. <laughs> Jesus. So So what is it, 250 <laughs> now?
2: Or where where where? Are you asking if I weigh two hundred fifty pounds? After losing, Pardon? after losing thirty five pounds, yes. Jesus, I
1: am. <laughs> you've known me for years. I have never been. No, I mean, I was two fifty at one point, but <laughs> <laughs> I had lost thirty five pounds. and
2: been two fifty. Never been two eighty five.
1: Wouldn't have been. Great. I've never been two eighty five. But Benedict, yeah. you probably know. I, yep. Uh But some of the people, some of the people out there, they may not. What exactly it is that we do here on this program? To them, I would say this is the show where we go deep. Deep, 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 to plumb the depths of right-wing thought. I see you... Rolling neck. my eyes. ...enjoying that Rolling deep, 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 deep washing eyes. over your yeah, body yeah, 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 of yeah. right-wing thought by reviewing a chapter from work of conservative nonfiction, and in between, taking a look at other examples of the right, doing their best to make America hate again. Benlicht, do you have a hot take for us this week?
2: Uh, no. To be <laughs> honest with you, I do not. I thought we didn't do those this week. I, Can you pretend uh,
1: that you do? Yeah,
2: I guess. Um, Can you say you like ham or something? Sure, I like ham. That's my hot take.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I actually do like ham. Um, this is the like one of the few times where you actually do have an excuse with all the looking at houses yeah, and been bullshit you've been doing. Uh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Like, look, it, yeah. it's it's yeah. been it's been rough out there. Okay, I'm let you my, okay. Off here's the hook here's my here's, my here's my here's to- my here's my hot take based on something that I just recently watched. Mm -hmm. The cherry blossom is the best tree.
1: Okay, I lived in DC for three years. You came to see them once, Uh like four weeks after the appropriate time to come see the cherry blossom. We have them here,
2: too. They're they're just in Central Park
1: yeah you gotta go walk out there you live three blocks from the park it's a whole deal yeah, i get it yeah yeah you don't exactly. want to have to deal with any of that no exactly <laughs> Precisely.
2: That um all right so that's my hot take also people should watch all the korean dramas on netflix because they're all brilliant that's my God, other. everyone's all over them yeah. everyone is so yeah. all over them right now i'm watching one called stranger which is about police and prosecutorial corruption so that's fun nice it is nice. So, but they're all re- the episodes like an hour and a half I'm like, jesus christ it's like a lot of... Re- I feel like I've read a book at the end of the evening. This isn't re- on HBO. I'm yeah. not going to be able
1: to do more than 30 minutes. Yeah,
2: exactly. Um, what about you? What's your hot take?
1: My hot take, better this week, it relates back to my recent accomplishment, and that is that gamification can be positive. Mm. I think that the way that the Peloton, which again, I own because I'm better than everyone, uh, has has gamified health and fitness and made you it's not so much that you're riding against other people on the leaderboard, although I do that a lot. It's that you're able to ride against your own previous bests. Okay. And it's always telling you, like, if you're in the middle of a ride, it's keeping track of where you are compared to your own previous bests. So it's like, you're, bests. You,
2: like when you play Mario Kart and it's got, like, the little ghost that Yes, it's that got it the shadow. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes yeah, okay, it's got yeah, that yeah, going okay, on. Okay. It's got
1: exactly that going on. So I'm basically racing myself, uh, and I think it, I find it really enjoyable because I feel really good when I hit a new personal best uh, on whatever the the ride is that I'm doing. I feel pretty damn good when I'm doing that. Um, And it's, I mean, like I said, down 35 pounds. All right. Can't complain. It's working out for me. But Benedict, why don't we do a little bit of housekeeping Sure. First off, remember to rate and review us on all of the tunes and the pods and the places and the things where you can leave the stars and the words. uh, Say nice things. Uh, Don't we like the guy who got angry? About my uh, T-shirt and my uh, mug that say "Don't talk to cops" and "Don't trust cops," and then went and left us a bad review that I had to uh, contact iTunes about because it was quite rude. <laughs> uh, don't do that; that's not a great thing to do. But do leave us the reviews wherever you can. We really appreciate it. Uh, and of course, follow us on the social medias at whatever Benedict is on Twitter yeah. and at NYGBC Pod is where you can find us. Our second. Patron only for the month of January is now available. It's up. You can go listen to that now. And Benedict, next week, of course, we are doing our intro to Mark Levin for the new book review that we will be doing, American Marxism, Mm. which I expect will be a whole lot of fun. But right now, Benedict, there are two things. Two things I want to make you aware of. The first first of those two things is that we have a new drop. Mm. And that new drop, I think you're going to appreciate it, Benedict, our new drop. Nice. Um, nice. So. And- <laughs> what's that? I don't know what that is. That is our boy Glenn uh, from a couple weeks ago on our Lauren Bo- Bobert episode. Uh, when she was telling uh, Beta O'Rourke what's what uh, yeah, about okay. her guns. He was sitting around watching her and, and the only thing he had to say over that clip was... Nice. Nice. Um, nice. So. Nice. All right. <laughs> I enjoyed that enough. I decided to, to pull it, it out. It I'm okay. gonna keep it in the holster. Keep it in the holster for when I need to use it. But Benedict, the other thing I have to tell you this week is that we have a new patron, and okay. also inductee, of course, because when you become a patron, you are inducted into the Spooky World New World Order. And I'm gonna mask her this name. Uh, <laughs> and I think I think you know mm-hmm. new patron Shannon. Hailman? I think it's Hailman. Mm. That's what I'm going with. Please correct us wh- if we're wrong. Pl- please Slash- please correct me if I'm wrong because I'm going to be saying your name at the end of every episode and I would like to pronounce it. Correct. I also did get your very nice message on Patreon last night. I was just very tired and did not have time to respond to it. But, Shannon Hailman, you are part of our Blue World Spooky World Order. There. Nice. Um. it it is very nice I did not intend for those to both play it in in a row but it (laughs) is
2: I think we have to do that now (laughs) if people are in both
1: I think that's the new thing Uh, also Benedict we have one other inductee into the spooky world new world order this week Jack Frost on Twitter friend of the show he's been around for a while recommended to me a uh, video game website I was unaware of for downloading some old school games I haven't had the chance to really like try it out yet so i don't want to i don't want to pimp it to everyone who's listening uh because i don't know whether it's any good or not but there definitely was some stuff that caught my eye on there and i'm going to be checking out some of the games on there so jack frost this week you are part of our spooky world (laughs) order (laughs) nice nice i found a way to make that clip even more fun for you benedict i know what you like come on i know what you like
2: okay you got it all right let's do it (laughs)
1: nice Uh, but if you, any of you out there, would also like to become part of our Spooky World New World Order, you can, of course, tweet or post about the show on social media, recommending it to others and sending me a screenshot or tagging us in it. You can leave us a five-star review wherever you can, drop me a screenshot to let us know, become a patron, of course, that always gets you in, and get my attention with something I really like. Mm. I'll make you a New World Spooky World Order. Am I in the New World Spooky World Order? No, unfortunately... It's like with employees of the lottery they're not allowed to play mm, it's just okay. uh it's a, it's a safety okay. mechanism can we, we get in the our here. own
2: world order of some kind just so that we can have <laughs> something that we can be in or is it like
1: i don't know um I, I can mean, we be definitely... the new
2: new world spooky world <laughs> order <laughs> <laughs>
1: the real new world world. we, order? Can, we <laughs> can get a hold of the uh, wwe from the 1990s and see if we can join their new world order oh, yeah, i don't speaking. think i have the muscles for it but we can see if we can we can get in on that <laughs> benedict this week fun topic so i told you a couple days ago i texted you and i said i am slammed you with did. work this week it is, it is it yeah. is nuts i've been working 10 hour days mm. um every day this
2: welcome week. to society.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's not Mr. a lot of fun. Mr. It's not a lot of fun. Mr.
2: Big Shot, 10 hour days is a normal work day. What <laughs> <It's> are talking <laughs> about? fuck yourself.
1: <laughs> uh, but uh, so I've been doing, I've been doing a lot uh, and it's not a lot of fun. So uh, I said, uh, let's do a Prager Roulette episode. You did say that. Um, I did say that. And then, Benedict, without mm-hmm. telling you, mm. uh, I found a little bit of time in my day and realized I had something which just popped into my mind. I'm not even sure where I got the idea for this, but it, it was something that was tickling the back of my brain. Mm. I had a topic, a person rather, okay. uh, who I thought would be fun. It's not quite enough to do a full episode on, so we'll probably end up doing a little bit of video. Um, well, we, know, we've, I, wasted we a, be,
2: we've wasted a lot of time trying to get the New World Spooky World order we right, do. So that's
1: what we do. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we might be doing some, some videos at the end of this episode. But I thought this person was interesting enough to just merit a little bit, just a tiny, teeny little, little bit. Teaser. Of, uh, of a teaser Yeah, it's trailer Not, not like sorts. one of my normal ones where I make it into 45 minutes or whatever. She's not she's not important enough in that. And, and and nobody cares. Nobody's gonna do that with her. Uh but I did think she was interesting enough for us to talk about. But I'm of course referring to Christine Therese O'Donnell. Okay. You are unfamiliar with that name. I'm unfa-
2: I like I have a vague sense yeah, of don't like, Google it. No, 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 Google no. You're I, won't. Ruin I, the I have a vague sense of like, <laughs> like knowing that name from the the mm. early 2010s so i would assume yeah, so it's there, a, a there are party. listeners to this
1: show who know exactly who christine o'donnell is okay. who are so excited for me to play for you the clip that they know i'm going to play okay okay and that's that's really what this entire <laughs> episode is all about okay. today <laughs> so that's what we're about right now so benedict Christine O'Donnell, I have to say, just right off the bat, looks like the casting director misheard Sarah Palin as Sally Field. (laughs) That's what she looks like, if you need an idea. But Christine O'Donnell was born in Philadelphia, August 27th, 1969, and raised in Moorestown, New Jersey. She's the fifth of six children of Carol Chilano, I think was her maiden name, I don't know how to pronounce that exactly, and Daniel O'Donnell. Okay. Uh, Her mother's Italian, her father's Irish. She graduated from Morristown High School in 1987 and went to Fairleigh Dickinson University in okay. New Jersey. Originally as a theater major, before switching over to English Lit with a minor. All in these
2: motherfuckers are like wanted to be entertainers and then every, failed. Every, last every single one, one of them wanted to write for Hollywood or like be an actor or whatever. Like every I mean, motherfucker. As
1: we've seen with Lauren Boebert, she doesn't have the chops. She didn't even try to go to like a community college theater program, but she definitely wanted it. She. De- definitely wanted it. Um, And keep in mind that that what I said about Fairleigh Dickinson University, that's going to come up a little later in this story um, for for obvious reasons. But by 1991, she got involved in politics. She was working the polls for the college Republicans. And in 1992, she was a youth leader for the bush Quail campaign. And there began her history of failed... (laughs) electoral campaign. Good stuff, good stuff. And attended the Republican... Sorry, a- the Bush-Quail
2: campaign? That was... Bush-Quail, quail. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. that's the throwback, quail. A throwback.
1: Yep. Uh, she attended the RNC that year where she got some screen time on the news uh, talking about, you know, the young conservative perspective or whatever the fuck they wanted to listen to idiots talk about on TV back then. And then in 1997, she spent three months in D.C. working for an organization called Enough is Enough. Benedict, I just want you to guess what does enough is enough do what is their position what do they care about
2: okay uh is it uh sorry can you can you remind you're trying to come up with a good cause no no no. i'm not it's not a good cause i'm trying to think of the funniest one i can think of (laughs) is it um they want to stop bill clinton from ever sweating again
1: Ooh. Too many of those nineties photos of him jogging with Al Gore just got them all bothered. And they wanted to, I mean, I'll say that's close (laughs) in a way because they they were an anti online pornography Uh, organization. (laughs) Right. I
2: think, yeah, again, I think I've heard of that. Yeah, probably.
1: They come up from time to time. I don't know if they're still around. I didn't bother to see. I think they might be. Uh, they're really fucking annoying. Um, they're not the worst group out there as far as that stuff goes. They sort of pretend that their agenda is about keeping kids away from pornography online, but they don't actually hide that their real agenda is just to eliminate online pornography mm-hmm. altogether, by which they mean eliminate 70% of the entire internet. So that's just, you know, not going to happen. No. And during the 90s, she's also worked as the in the communications department of the RNC, And then became a spokeswoman for a group called Concerned Women for America, which, despite Mm. its name, is not ever helmed by Susan Collins. Mm. Uh, It's actually just a bargain basement (laughs) Christian nationalist group for women founded by the wife of left-behind author Tim LaHaye. And that's Mm. whose name I was trying to remember a couple episodes ago. As I was looking through this, I went, that's the motherfucker right there. (laughs) I was trying to remind you of that guy's name, Tim LaHaye. That's the guy, okay. because he was connected to um, whatever that bullshit institute was that W. Cleon Scouse and got invited to be uh, on the board of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, uh, in her, her own time, took a public stand against masturbation, as you do. Great. Um, you know, uh, called it worse than, uh, I think she called it worse than um, cheating on, on your spouse. That's right. And she even appeared in an MTV documentary to be ignored by everyone who was watching it. What was it called?
2: Time. Was it called Enough I... is Enough? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I wish I could have found that documentary, but I just, you know, the two minutes of YouTube searching I did, it didn't come up. And I'm like, eh, it's probably not worth me looking for If anyone this. has a copy, send it to Kevin. <laughs> if you have a VHS of this 1990s MTV Documentary about, I we guess, masturbation? We will do it. I don't know a, what we it was just as than, a
2: patron episode. If I saw it me.
1: referenced in several places as an MTV documentary. It didn't say what it was about. Mm. So I, maybe it was just like youth sexuality or something like that, and they wanted a Christian conservative to laugh at on MTV, which makes sense. Yeah. Makes total sense to me, to be honest. But she also founded her own organization called SALT, and that is an acronym, Benedict. Do you want to guess what salt stand for? Um, yes, hold on. S- <laughs> You're S- not gonna guess it. No, it I'm. Is no, 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 no,
2: no, 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 no. Let me try. Stop <laughs> attacking lurid trailers.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Better acronym than they, what they came up with. It is actually Savior's Alliance for Lifting the Truth. Oh, stop it Lifting
2: a, the Truth? What?
1: <laughs> yeah. It was a pro-chastity organization. Yeah. What? How? Yeah. That makes no I, sense. You know what? Does an acronym have to relate generally to the organization that it stands for? I'd say yes, but not to these people. Okay,
2: but you've got to get lurid in there somewhere if it's a pro-chastity.
1: <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I'm savior's to... alliance for lurid truth oh yeah stop um, al-
2: stop allowing lurid teens there you go I, <laughs> that's already better
1: that sounds stop, like someone stop, who's like these this... teens are being too sexy
2: stop allowing lascivious <laughs> teens there you go that's it uh,
1: that's your fucking was? acronym at that same time in the 1990s she was a regular guest on bill maher's abc show yeah, politically incorrect she was so a bill regular... maher's
2: always been shitty. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, yeah, we can't, we can't say anything other than that. Uh, but, I, well, you know, I will say, like, it was more like Bill Maher back then, because I remember watching a little bit of that show back in the day, and it was more just like, you know, putting a bunch of interesting people on couches to yell over each other. Yeah. That's yeah. like what that show was. Uh, and, like, you need to have people who disagree So, like, to have like firing line,
2: then, basically?
1: Yes, yes, very much. I mean, like, that's the 90s, man. They tried, to, yeah. And then fucking Jon Stewart comes in with a sledgehammer. Yeah, I was like, this is all fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, she also, of course, and her organization, SALT, advocated the teaching of creationism in public schools. Because, of course, despite being a Catholic, and this is the strangest thing about her to me, she's also a young earth creationist.
2: Okay.
1: Does not make sense because that is not and has not been the Catholic Church's position for a long time. No. I'm not sure she knows what Catholicism is. Despite being one, no, I don't know. I only have like thirteen years of Catholic school under my belt yeah, to give me you, a guide what do you on know? that. But what do, do I know? What do I know? But by the early two thousands, she had moved to Delaware to work at a conservative publisher, uh, which she eventually sued for gender discrimination okay. and alleged that it was uh, because of the company's conservative values that they were discriminating mm, against her. Interesting, y- you know. But Benedict, as I said, and that, 2000s, that didn't
2: that didn't wake her up in any way. About, no, not no, quite. No. By the okay.
1: early 2000s, like I said, she was in Delaware. And in 2006, she was drafted by the pro-life forces to run for the Senate in Delaware against incumbent Democrat Tom Carper. And she okay. did indeed run in the Republican primary.
2: <laughs> and presumably did not win.
1: <laughs> well, in that election, she gave an interview to the Delaware News Journal in which she said, quote... Homosexuals have a psychological defect, and, quote, homosexual, homosexuality is an identity adopted through societal factors. Mm. Yeah, it's not great. She also said in a primary debate uh, that China could not be a friend of the U.S. because, among other things, it forced women to have abortions and prohibited the reading of the Bible. She also said that China was plotting to take over the U.S. Mm. and that she, despite, I will remind you, Benedict, having never been elected to anything ever, had classified information that supported her claim about China plotting (laughs) to take over the United States.
2: So essentially what she did was admitted to committing a crime. By by holding holding only glass a of crime if
1: it's true, which it definitely wasn't. No, so, but
2: you know what I mean. Yeah. If it's true, yeah. then you committed a crime, lady. Like I don't know what to tell you.
1: Yeah, she came in third place in that Republican yeah. primary with seventeen percent of the vote. I bet she'd and win then it, man. Yeah, well, she ran as a right in candidate in the general election. How did that and go? got four okay. percent? She got four percent. That's of actually not. Vote.
2: Terrible for a write-in candidate. It's,
1: you know what? It's better than your average write-in candidate does, unless you're in Alaska and it's weird up there. Uh, but the incumbent Democrat, Tom Carper, won that election 67 to 27. So, you know, Delaware is not a particularly purple state. So when you see a lot of these people who are running for elections— in these heavily they're blue doing states. it to get
2: the the blue check mark on twitter and that's it like. yeah
1: they're not ex- well i don't know twitter wasn't around quite in 2006 know, i'm, I'm not sure but yeah yeah uh but then benedict 2008 rolls around and christine o'donnell decided to run in as a candidate in the of united States senate in delaware against joseph robinette biden that's very funny and i presume she
2: won and is now the president <laughs>
1: Uh, she actually won the primary that time. Okay. Uh, rather than than you know doing well, he, horrifically and did he get elected?
2: He wouldn't have got elected in two thousand eight because well he, Biden he was, he was running
1: for his senate seat yeah. because you know as a backup in case you lose the, yeah, okay. uh, the presidential election you run for your senate seat and the way it works uh, is that. If you you know and resign that seat, the governor of the state appoints someone to fill your it's seat. It's different
2: in different places, right? Or like it, it is different. There there are there's diff- rules. different rules for what the governor entirely. can do. Yeah, it's, yeah.
1: it's state law, and it's generally you know. The, either the party gets to choose or the governor gets to choose. Or the governor
2: or, gets to choose, but it has to be from the same party Yeah, or something, something like that. that. I, it I depends. Don't know the it's rules state entirely. by state. I depends. don't work
1: in election law, so I don't know the rules on that. those specifics entirely. But, of course, he was running. Uh, she was criticizing him throughout that election for the fact that he he wasn't taking part in any debates against her. Mm. Was well, she <laughs> no, Joe Biden, running for vice president of the United States, wasn't taking time out of his day to debate Christine O'Donnell, who did not have a chance in hell of winning that election, mm. by the way. Uh, but like I said, she did win the primary that time, and she was endorsed in the general election by Buzz Aldrin. What? Right. D- did you not know Buzz Aldrin was a right-wing I didn't. is. Yes, he is. And... Uh, noted wackadoo Islamophobic bigot David Horowitz, who we talked oh, okay. about yeah, on no, the show. Know, I'm past. familiar with David Horowitz. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she lost the general election in 2008, 64% to 25 Oof. That's okay. not all that different than the 2006 general turnout. yeah, yeah. Not great, but of course, uh, since Biden was elected to VP, he resigned as senator and then Delaware Governor Ruth Ann Milner appointed Ted Kaufman, Mm -hmm. who I believe was Biden's uh, chief of staff previously, to serve out the first two years of Biden's six-year term until a special election could be had in 2010, along with the midterms that year. So, Benedict, in 2010... Oh, no, not again. (laughs) Christine announced that she was going to be running for the Senate in Delaware.
2: As part of the the red wave. uh, (laughs) It was was the Tea Party year.
1: It was the Tea Party year. uh, And she was the Tea Party supported candidate. Mm -hmm. So she announced at the University of Delaware, small crowd of supporters, she's going to be running. And um, she became pretty firmly aligned. With the burgeoning Tea Party movement pretty early on uh, in that election cycle, she received close to $250,000 from Tea Party sources, including one organization called the Tea Party Express, which was later embroiled in a bunch of campaign finance fraud allegations and I think some charges. But I'm not going to say 100% because I didn't uh, bother to write that down in my notes. Okay. And they said, the Tea Party Express said, that they would spend as much as $600,000 to get her elected. Now... In her Republican primary that year, Mike Castle was her opponent. He was an incumbent Republican member of Congress, and initially he ignored her, refused to debate, called her dishonest, and and generally that's correct. She's not a very good person and not worth Mm -hmm. talking to. Uh, The state Republican Party chair even made some negative comments about Christine, saying, quote, "...she's a candidate who runs for office that unfortunately lives off the proceeds." That would turn out to be at least part true, as demonstrated by the 2016 court ruling against her on campaign finance fraud violations from the 2010 election that she had improperly paid the rent on her townhome with campaign funds. Cool. So, great stuff. I think there was some truth there. Uh, a, kernel, a
2: kernel of truth, at a least.
1: Cur- a kernel in that it's basically entirely true. Yeah. Uh, in September. <laughs> it's a whole corn
2: cob of truth.
1: Yeah. <laughs> In September of 2010, a firm O'Donnell had hired ran a web video ad insinuating that Mike Castle, her Republican op- uh, opponent, Sorry, uh, was having can we, a homosexual can we just take, affair.
2: Can we just take a moment to, to discuss the fact that you called it a web video ad, like some kind God of 90-year-old who's never I, been on know the what, internet? what I
1: did was, I, I, when I was writing this, I get, did YouTube exist in 2010? Uh, probably, but they probably used other platforms at the time. Yeah. That's what I was doing in my head. <laughs> As I was writing this. I, I will never let you because... get away
2: with weird phrasing. YouTube definitely <laughs> existed in 2010 because it existed okay, when fine. I was in high school.
1: Fine. But I don't know if they did uh, ads at the time. Right. I didn't know all that, so I just said whatever. Uh, but she ran a video insinuating that Mike Castle was having a homosexual affair. Great. Because, stuff. you know, the, the right has that, always that sucked. Was, yeah. Yeah. You know how they're so great and they love Milo, Milo Yiannopoulos even though he was gay? They lost that token, and that's not going well for them right now. Um, but she played into that smear, despite pretending to distance herself from it, uh, and you know, saying that she had stopped working with the firm that put together that ad. Mm. Uh, she went on our buddy Mark Levin's radio How show, fun?
2: nice little time, and tie for ca- next week. yeah,
1: accused Castle of unmanly tactics, and said, "This is not a bake off. Put your man pants on."
2: Okay, good stuff.
1: With the right. Is getting better at comedy, Benedict, and, it's and scaring us. is scared. We are
2: running scared. In
1: 2010, in that election, she had endorsements from the Family Research Council, a far-right bigoted hate group, uh, the Susan B. Anthony List, a far-right anti-abortion hate group, uh, the NRA, a far-right bigoted gun-fucking group, uh, as well as Sarah Palin, Rush Limbaugh, Sean Hannity, and Mark Levin. Mm, Tying, it Mark Tying it in. Tying it together. Stuff. yep. She raised a considerable amount of money in that election cycle, uh, most of it from out of state, despite despite the fact she was polling basically at best, uh, you know, 20-ish points behind the Democratic nominee, Chris Coons. Mm -hmm. She she never had a chance in this election. Uh, And it was finally in this election that Christine faced some actual scrutiny for the first time, probably because rather than the usual 64 twenty five something DR split in the elections, it was looking more like fifty six thirty six ish, okay. somewhere around there. And also because of the large amount of money flowing into the state for these elections from Tea Party groups. And Benedict, when it comes to a lot of right wing folk, that little tiny bit of additional scrutiny mm. is usually where things start to start unravel. Begin somewhat. to
2: fall apart, yes.
1: First, her educational record came under scrutiny. Now, I mentioned earlier that she had attended Fairleigh Dickinson University. And in 2006, uh, her campaign website described her as a graduate Mm. of Fairleigh Dickinson University. However, that's incorrect. (laughs) A lie, it's a lie, because she didn't actually receive a degree from Fairleigh Dickinson University until September of 2010. Oh, interesting. You might notice, 17 years after she left the college, Mm -hmm. and two weeks before the Republican primary in the 2010 campaign. Famously,
2: okay, good, good, good.
1: Yeah, Uh, this is not the first person we've run across who went and got some sort of degree mm. immediately before their Republican primary? It is not Lauren, You're correct. We call that pulling the Lauren Boebert. Yeah. <laughs> well, days.
2: actually, if anything, it's it's pu- pulling the, what's her name, Christine O'Donnell? The she Christina did it first. Dyle, yeah, she, she's right? the trailblazer. She the trailblazer. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Republican trailblazer. Uh, her campaign originally claimed that it had to do with financial issues, mm. saying that her diploma was withheld until she paid off her student loans,
2: Okay, which was not a, a thing blatant that, lie that made
1: everyone go, uh, that's not how any of this works. <laughs> uh, and then
2: she later claimed. Uh, hold on. She had, until she paid off her student loans? <laughs> yes. You know that's yes, what she claimed. claimed. What? Okay. There's actually,
1: there's a great, Carl um, uh, Rove was on, I don't remember who he was being interviewed with, but, you know, fucking Satan himself was being interviewed on on Fox News or wherever the fuck. And he was talking about Christine O'Donnell. And this is like weeks before the next thing we're going to be talking about. Uh, but weeks before. And he was just talking about, well, she needs to be more honest about, you know, why she didn't pay off her loans in time. Because he was trying to fucking help her by pretending this student loan thing had the slightest bit of credibility. Nothing. No, Just credibility horseshit. Everyone yeah, knew it's horseshit. It's so bad. But later, they then changed it to say that she had finished a final degree requirement during the summer of 2010 Mm -hmm. that she had just never done before. Now, that one would make sense to me if you had some credit requirements outstanding and finished it. So, you know, the first statement was a blatant fucking lie and you fucking shit the bed. That's what they did. It's, it's just bad. It's just really bad. Uh, this also made people look at a 2005 lawsuit that Christine had filed, claiming that her employer broke their promise to give her time off to pursue a master's degree at Princeton University, Mm. which had forced her to drop out of attending classes. Now, You know, she had apparently, according to records that were obtained by journalists, attended non-degree courses at Princeton. You know, the kind of thing you and I could go pay 500 bucks to take right now. Yeah, we can all do that. But there's little explanation of how she could have applied for or been accepted to a master's program without a bachelor's degree. Hmm. So... You know, little problem going on there. She also had profiles on LinkedIn and MySpace. Remember mm. MySpace? I do. Claiming that head. she had studied at Oxford University in mm. England. Yeah, okay. And um, a spokesman for her confirmed that it was a reference to a certificate she obtained from a course uh, overseen by the Phoenix Institute, Benedict. Mm. The Phoenix Institute, I believe, being the earlier name of the University of Phoenix mm. online. Which present she was presenting as a Oxford court. It, yeah, how, it was just bullshit. How
2: how how how?
1: I'm not sure. Sense. I didn't like that. I didn't even bother to dig because, into it. Okay, okay, okay. It's look. It's diploma mills come up with bullshit language to make you. You know, there was a great SNL skit like years ago where it was all about how I went to. You know, they had like they didn't do University of Phoenix, but they had like a one that was similar, right? It was like at University of blah blah blah. I learned how to lie to people about where I went to school, right? It's like that's pretty much what she was trying pretty to do. Much, here. Yeah. But there was that's also all right. another I mean, claim, that's all I believe...
2: That's really is, just teaching you to, to yeah. speak confidently oh, yeah. and lie to people.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, there was another claim on her uh, internet profiles about studying at Claremont Graduate University, which is a private all-grad school in Southern California. Um, as it turns out, she did not ever study at Claremont Graduate University. Uh, she may have taken some courses, in heavy air quotes, at the Claremont Institute, Mm. which is a far-right think tank known for being a bad source of non-facts to many of the writers who we have reviewed on this show, but that is in no way associated with the actual educational institution, Claremont Graduate University. And then, Benedict, she participated in a debate with Chris Coons, in Mm. which this exchange happened.
0: What opinions of late that have come from our high court do you most object to? Oh, gosh. Um, give me a specific one. I'm sorry. Actually, I can't because the, I need you to tell me which ones you object to. Um, I'm very sorry right off the top of my head.
3: I know that there are a lot, but uh, I'll put it up on my website. <laughs> Oof!
2: Oof! Oof!
1: Oh, that's so painful. That's that's ben, like like, the, of
2: That's like the Sarah Palin thing of
1: like, which newspapers do you read? Which newspaper? Going. All yes. of them. I listen yes. to all of them. Yeah. She she, yeah. she would have done better if she had just said all of them. Yeah. That would have been better than what she did. Also, but, that's like, know, hilarious. Obviously,
2: which which questions <laughs> do you disagree with? Uh, can you tell me which ones I might disagree with? Yes, uh, yeah. yes.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> sure. But of course, that question did not come out of thin air. Christine O'Donnell had regularly been criticizing the Supreme Court in yeah, vague ways, of and I think most people generally realized she didn't know what the hell she was talking about. Classic. But that wasn't the only debate in which Christine uh, got into a little bit of a, I don't know, kerfuffle, trouble, whatever you want to call it. Uh, she also appeared in another debate. I believe this was put on by some small law school, Widmer Law or something like that in Delaware. Uh, Again, with uh, Chris Coons, her opponent in that election. And that is where this exchange happened. Okay.
2: Where in the Constitution is separation of church and state?
1: It's in...
0: Oh, an excellent point.
1: Hold on. Hold on. Please. So, I love that because it it reads very much like Chris Coons being a very patient professor explaining something to the (laughs) dumb kid in class. But here's how he finishes that and how it goes even worse for Christine. Okay.
0: Please, let's have some respect for the panelists and the questions they brought today and, and, and let them dictate a little bit, at least, on where we go with this, okay? <laughs> let me just clarify. With, You're telling go me right that ahead.
3: the separation of church and state is found in the First Amendment. Government shall make no establishment of religion. That's in the First Amendment.
1: Ooh! Ooh, yes, Christine, yes! That is isn't the First Amendment. I mean, he slightly misstated it, yeah. but he got pretty, the gist pretty of it. right, but... yeah, yeah. Yeah, Christine, that that's in the First Amendment. Mm-hmm. So despite, you know, uh, the thing is, every Tea Party or every right-winger, every conservative, every Republican who runs pretends to be experts about the Constitution mm. and the law and the courts and all this. And in very quick succession, she showed that she really doesn't have a damn clue about any of those things. And there
2: it, there, it, there it, is an interesting well. discussion there about like what what that means, you know, it, that that's like the government shall impose no religion on you. It's not necessarily a separation between church and state. That comes from other founding no, but documents, I, like
1: I, the. I, I Jeff- wasn't able to Jefferson's... find like the full video of okay. any of that that debate, there, but, but that clip yeah. has survived. That time. Com-
2: it comes from um, I, Jefferson's letters about building right. a wall between. If the I was sitting there and, yeah. in that
1: debate with her, I would have explained. Well, and he did. I did find find uh, where someone had written an article that did go into how he talked about how yes, it's contained there in the First Amendment, and then our courts throughout time, and blah blah it's blah blah. He that. Established, yeah, yeah. Yes, basically what you're talking about there But Benedict, neither of those Are the most oh, important okay. things were, okay, From okay, Christine okay. O'Donnell's 2010 election Or, nor are they The most important things That Christine O'Donnell ever did That was in fact What I'm about to play for you right now Okay, let's do
3: it I'm not a witch <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm not her. I'm you
2: Okay, no, Kevin, pause it <laughs> Pause yes, Benedict. No, 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 you no. did I need, not miss you no. that. I need you to send me this video so that I can watch this at the same time, because I I normally just listen. It's just her <laughs> but,
1: sitting in front of a blank background. Okay.
2: All right. So uh, she's not got a witch's hat on or anything. No, no. Benedict. Such a
1: missed no, opportunity. No, she does not have a witch's hat on. Hold on. I'm gonna go back to the beginning. Not
2: of even like <laughs> a fake wart or anything. Like no, because like, no. that would have been
1: so good, and she's not good. I'm going to go back to the beginning of this video for
2: you. Can I have some context for
1: this? You're going to in a moment after we watch this video.
2: (laughs) Okay. I'm not a witch. I'm nothing you've heard. I'm you. None of us are perfect, but none of us can be happy with what we see all around us. Politicians who think spending, trading favors, and backroom deals are the ways to stay in Sacrificing children
1: to the dark lord. I'll
2: go to Washington <laughs> and do what you do.
1: Be a witch.
2: I'm Christine O'Donnell, and I approve this message.
1: Oh, shouldn't she have ended that with "I'm not a witch" again?
2: Yeah, would have been a thousand times <laughs> better. If a, she a had reminder: ended that- <laughs> I am not a witch. Just for the avoid- I, I Also, I'd go to Washington and do what you do. Like, wander around the National Ball and take a few photos. Like, yeah, that's probably...
1: Go clog up the hallways at the Natural History Museum because you don't know how to walk around in a goddamn circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> Benedict. So, Christine O'Donnell is forced to put out an ad telling people she is not, in fact, a witch. Why? What happened? Because Benedict, as I said earlier... In the 1990s, Christine O'Donnell spent a lot of time on Bill Maher's uh, politically incorrect show mm. on ABC.
2: Sorry, can I just um, ask a question? Was this was this was this ad aimed at her base because they were she yes, was wor- okay. Yes, that's the only people okay. who gave a shit. She, she was worried. She you think anyone else would give a shit no, if she was a fucking I just witch? I think it's funny that she. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so she had to make an ad being like, "I promise, I am not a witch," just for her own base, which already wasn't enough to get her across the line.
1: Well, and so, as it occurs, um, you know, we talked a lot about she had a long history in her, her earlier career of being a, a you know right-wing radical, running all these organizations. Uh, and all these people, because they have no credibility, mm-hmm. uh, they have no knowledge, they have no information to speak of, they all have to find various ways to bolster their support for, for the nonsense that they are spewing. And in Christine O'Donnell's case, it took the form of what I will play for you now. And this begins with a clip of Bill Maher on his current show, Real Time, uh, uh, back in 2010, uh, uh, which leads into the clip that he's going to play from back when Christine was on his show in the 1990s. I believe it was 1999. Um, <laughs> let me
3: share a clip from Politically Incorrect because since Christine O'Donnell, who by the way, I think could do even better than Sarah Palin, because Sarah Palin is mean and Christine is not. She's nice and I have the proof. I have 22 episodes. Christine, if you're watching, I created you. You need to come on this show. If you don't come on this show, I'm going to show a clip every week. I'm the only one who has them.
1: I- <laughs> Doesn't that just remind you of how he used to be charming? Yeah. Before he turned into a piece of shit. Isn't it yeah. so sad? Because he used to be, he, he was enjoyable. He was just enjoyable before he started actively trying to be a piece of shit. <laughs> no, they
3: sh- somebody had one. They showed it on the internet this week. On YouTube of her on with Eddie Izzard. When she is saying, she's saying, you can never lie. And Eddie Izzard said, What if uh, you were hiding Anne Frank in the attic and Hitler came to the door? And she said, Nope, wouldn't lie. Let me show this clip. This is from Politically Incorrect, uh, I don't know what year, like 1997 or something. You were a witch.
0: I dabbled into witchcraft. I never joined a coven.
3: Wait but a minute. I did. You were I a did. witch. Yeah, she was a witch. I you were a witch. A coven. I
0: didn't join a coven. Let's get this. <laughs> wait straight. a minute. I love this. No, You're that's... a witch.
3: You're going
1: Halloween's bit. I was a witch. I mean, wait, wait a, a that's minute. That's exactly why. How because... used to be a witch? Because... Because... By the way, that's Jamie Kennedy. Oh, God. <laughs> Trying to talk over her. <laughs> that's fucking Jamie Kennedy. I believe fresh... Or no, this must have been before he did... Uh... Oh, what's the movie where he was like a white kid from Bel Air trying to be a rapper or something no i don't idea. remember what that movie was because i dabbled into witchcraft i hung around people who, who were doing these things i'm not making this stuff up i know what they well, told what me they, they, do. Well, what they do she was making that stuff up she had no idea what the hell she was talking uh-huh. about so uh it goes on a little bit more but there's not much wor- else worth playing but generally what this comes down to and this is my perspective on it and i'll remind you that my perspective is 100 percent correct is that like i said it's necessary for a lot of these people to bolster their credibility in some way in the way that a youth pas- mm-hmm. youth pastor trying to scare kids off of drugs talked to them about all the times he used to use the pot needle you know so <laughs> it's basically exactly the same so. thing and you may recall even though the world sort of didn't give a shit about the satanic panic after the 1980s the christian right very much did they still believed all that horse shit. Mm. And they were still, I think, wondering why a lot of other people didn't believe all their horse shit. Didn't make any sense to them. Cause they have some good horse shit. Why don't you pay more attention to their horse shit? Yeah. And this, to my reading, to what I've seen, it looks like she was trying to, you know, pretend she knew some shit she had no fucking clue about. And that there yeah. was Satan worshippers and all this bullshit going on that's just utter and complete nonsense. And that, sadly, mm-hmm. because Bill Maher decided to play this uh this clip on his show, she had to go put out the ad that again begins with I'm not a witch. <laughs> which may become a new drop. <laughs> can for that us. be a
2: drop? Yeah, I was gonna say it's gonna be yeah.
1: I'll have to cut that
2: out. Can you edit it so that it's I am a witch? <laughs> Just cut the cut the knot out.
1: I don't know. I don't know how good I am at deep fakes. We'll have to <laughs> see what I can manage to do there. But Benedict Sadly, our girl Christine, she lost that general election 57%. Mm, a huge shock. You know, that guy Chris Coons, who you've never heard of and hasn't been a senator yeah, for the last... <laughs> still the okay, senator right? from
2: Del- <laughs> Delaware, yeah.
1: Uh, she lost that general election 57 to 40%, which is, to be That's fair... not that bad. It is better than previously. It is yeah. about 10-ish points closer than the previous elections that had happened in the state of Delaware. It's still about a 20-point spread... She had no goddamn chance in that election. No. But still better. I will say, still better. Um, last I have seen of her, sadly, she sort of faded into obscurity. Uh, in 2012, uh, she went back on with Bill Maher, and he apologized to her. I think they had, like, a genuine—because he, she he, she did go on his show a lot back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. He said 22 times. So he knew her, I think, you know, somewhat personally. Uh, and, you know, whether or not he was making fun of her all the time and all that— he apologized to her in 2012 when she came on the show and said, I'm, you know, he said, I'm sorry that I brought that up and put you through that bullshit that you shouldn't have had to deal with. You know, and to some respect, it's also her fault for fucking lying on Bill Maher's show for no goddamn <laughs> discernible reason.
2: Yeah, but then also saying that she would never, ever, ever lie. Yeah. Like, you've really yeah. talked yourself into a corner because well, you said two opposite things.
1: Career is pretty full of a lot of fucking lies, as, as we've seen. Yeah, uh, but absolutely. the last I've seen of her, really, is in 2015. She was writing for the Washington Times, which is the Mooney newspaper, it is not just the mm. the weirdo, wackadoo right wing newspaper, although it's also the weirdo, wackadoo right wing newspaper. Uh, and then in 2016, she appeared on CNN to denounce Trump and the Republican embrace of him, cool. and that's the last anyone ever heard of Christine O'Donnell. It's not
2: not been that theater has been, been, been closed for, for 20 years, did, yeah. Benedict. <laughs>
1: So that's our the, girl. The
2: post-2016 era has not been good for Republicans that criticize Trump, no, so I'm not surprised. No, one hasn't. She, no one uh,
1: hasn't. I think she might have been trying to make some sort of a, a rebound, but it does not appear to have worked yeah, out she put,
2: for her. Yeah, she, she bet on the wrong witch.
1: Yeah, so that's Christine O'Donnell. But do you see why I didn't want you to Google her until I was able to play that clip? Not really. <laughs>
2: honestly, no.
1: This was I a thirty-minute audio Googling essay no with the payoff yeah. of one sentence, which is "I'm not a witch." <laughs>
2: <laughs> the listeners will decide if that was worth it. I'm not certain. I think Prager, Prager Roulette might have been a better move. We'll
1: see. Fine. We'll see, And I think also it's you know it's a certain form of uh, it's a I think also it's a certain form of Republican that um, you know the Tea Party era brought us a whole bunch of these weirdos. And there are still perennial candidates to this day, right? There's Omar Navarro, the guy in Southern California, who has ran Mm -hmm. against Maxine Waters, I think, like four times now, and did a stint in prison for getting in a domestic dispute with his girlfriend, who I think, was he dating um, Lorraine, or or, fuck, who am I thinking of? One of the weirdo right-wing Infowars women that shows up from time to time. You know who I'm talking about. No idea. I think he was dating one of them. Uh, But, you know, these sort of perennial candidates... I t- I tend to think they're a lot of fun because they they should never win. But occasionally, you know, a Marjorie Taylor Greene comes along mm-hmm. and does win. Christine O'Donnell is just a Marjorie Taylor Greene who didn't win. That's all she is. You know, I, maybe. I, mean, I know.
2: I'm not sure she's as, I'm not sure she's as I think
1: if she had stayed engaged in right-wing politics for the last decade, she would have turned into a Marjorie Taylor Greene. Maybe. Because she's not that much older. I think she's like 52 right now. She was born in 69. Okay. I think she would have eventually turned into a Marjorie Taylor Greene, but because she was shunned, because she was turned into a laughing stock, maybe it took her uh, back a little bit, made her reflect, and maybe that's why she was able to recognize uh, that Donald Trump was, was not the savior god king that the rest of her party thought he was. But, hmm. Benedict! Or is he? <laughs> That's our girl, Christine O'Donnell. Um, All right. I, you know, we have a couple minutes here, Benedict. And Compliment. we've talked about here, uh, you know, uh, our girl, Lauren Bobert. Uh, she has some mm-hmm. videos on the YouTubes that I am, shall I say, a fan of. Uh, yes. <laughs> but what Benedict and I have decided we're going to do, and this is something related to the Patreon. We talked about this in the last patron Only Bonus episode. Um, you know, we sort of started watching Lauren Bobert's bullet points on an episode a couple weeks ago. And I think those videos are fucking fantastic. I think they might be the single greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, and, you know, I went cruising Prager U the other day, and there's just a whole lot of nothing in the last couple of weeks. Like, they have a video mm. that's called something like, uh, who, who would uh, be a fan of Che Guevara or something like that? And it's just like, I could boil it down in five minutes to, oh, college students with novelty t-shirts don't exactly know what they're what they're representing. Great. Good point. A huge shock to everyone. (laughs) Right? Like, oh, you're making such great salient points with these incredible videos you're doing. And there's just not a whole lot of good on there other than I think the Nesh D'Souza stuff we talked about getting into. But for the patrons, because we are changing some things around, we're going to be redoing the way that all the the bonuses work and everything. Are you blowing into the microphone? Somebody got to do it. I... Let's go, Brandon. I keep a my God. Okay. Hey, hey,
0: let's-
1: so, that was me. <laughs> I just um, opened up Lauren Bobert's YouTube page and that started auto playing. That is apparently mm. because for the longest time it's been her other stupid fucking video of her walking while music plays. Now she's got a new video of her walking while music plays. Um, I guess that's her political platform as far as. As far there as any of us can panic. tell. <laughs> it's panic. But we are going to be doing, for the patrons, over on the patron-only side, um, some additional little tidbits. Uh, you know, when we finish up, we, we get through a lot of videos, and we realize, uh, that's a that's a 10-minute video. We did maybe 45 seconds of it. <laughs> so, mm. with these Lauren Boebert videos, I think were the first one we were going to start with, is with the bullet points videos. Uh, and we're going to be trying to make it all the way through, because there are, I believe, four of them out now, and I, I think she did give up on the bullet points videos, which is sad for me, because they were a, a masterpiece. Uh, but uh, we're going to be trying to get through the ones that she has put out, and we left off on the patron-only, I believe, at about 2 minutes, 10 seconds, is what is on the uh, post-it note that is on my wall. So we'll just play a little bit here, and when we're done here, we'll go do a little bit more extra for the patrons to so put that up. You know, do little 5, 10-minute uh, tidbits we put up on the patron-only side for you. But Benedict, let's get back into Lauren Bobert's bullet points. All right, let's do it
0: remove personal medical decisions from millions of individuals and place them squarely in the hands of the mentally compromised occupant of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue.
1: So I think I remember what we were talking about last. Yeah, vaccine mandates, right? Yes, vaccine mandates. Yes, vaccine mandates. And she had the picture of Joe Biden injecting Uncle Sam, which did yeah, not make yeah, sense yeah, yeah, in the context yeah. of what she was talking gotcha. about. So okay. that, that's where we are, we're leading back into this video.
0: We don't have a king government's power is but
1: <laughs> they wanted to make a king they, yeah, did, they did want to make they donald did. trump a they king did. so they did maybe they're just mad they don't have the right king i
0: mm-hmm. guess derived from you the people so make your voice heard don't comply with biden's unconstitutional mandates speak up <sighs> we are sons and daughters of revolutionaries
1: no but you're not n- n- y- well, yes i was <laughs> <laughs> okay okay <laughs> In the ethereal way that people say that phrase, <laughs> sure, maybe. maybe, probably not, because you're probably actually, you know, related to immigrants, not so much people who were here at the time of the Revolutionary yeah. War and shit. I,
2: I don't think there was a Bobert in the. No, I don't <laughs> remember reading
1: about a Bobert on the Mayflower. That's, that's yeah. not one of the names I think that stands out throughout history. <laughs> But also in the very direct way of no, nah, your parents were just like bricklayers or something in yeah. Colorado or whatever the hell they did.
2: Which is fine. Uh, There's nothing wrong it's with just, that. It's but you it's don't fine. get the rhetorical yeah, flourish. Just,
1: just don't try and pull that off.
0: Act like it. Some of you already are. Take a stand.
1: Okay, I hold on. Who she's referring to there that already yeah. is acting like
2: it? John Six people. Presumably. Yeah, I mean
1: that's. That would be my direct guess. Yeah. I don't think she's been showing up at the weirdo shit with Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene. I don't think she's been going to the, uh, you know, no, protesting out for the jail. It's probably
2: bad. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I think we talked about this on the episode with her. Also, that she, is,
2: she definitely showed people. Well, allegedly, definitely showed people around Congress like a couple days before. You Johnson, know, I'm still so.
1: wondering where the the tale is on that story because it's and apparently yeah. there's like security camera footage.
2: Yeah, um, if I if I were her, I would really distance myself. from It's ongoing. possible you and
1: I have just fallen for fake news that yeah, put out there. It's possible, but I haven't dug into that one. Maybe we'll have to we'll have to take a look in the future.
0: And let's have a revolution in our schools, in our taxes, in our freedoms. What is, is a, revolution a
2: revolution in our schools? Yeah, other that's than not a revolution. It's parents a change. hanging
1: out outside screaming at students wearing masks as they leave, because like, that's what they've done. If she's talking about a revolution in their schools right now, like, that's what they— And a revolution in our taxes? Is she talking about tax protesters and the sovereign citizen movement? Because that's on our list of topics to cover, Benedict. We will be talking about those groups, and I wouldn't be surprised if Lauren was connected to them.
0: And no, you don't have to pick up arms to have a revolution. Mm. Here are just a few clips of moms and dads across America standing up for freedom and liberty.
1: Oh Great. God, I just remembered that I watched this video a couple of weeks ago, and I remember this now, and this next bit, like this is horrifying. Like this, legitimately, this next bit, that, this might be one of the worst things I've ever watched. Okay, that's us
0: do it. For Race Theory, which is pretty much going to be teaching kids how to hate each other, how to dislike each other. that's that's pretty much all I say is pretty much what it's gonna all come down to you're gonna deliberately teach oh it gets kids? way worse this white kid right here got to better than you because he white you're gonna purposely tell a white kid oh the black people are all down and suppressed how do I have two medical degrees if I'm sitting here oppressed you're
1: still so um that's not okay I believe we- yeah. that it came out that video eventually I think media matters might have looked at that guy and that guy was lying about having medical degrees Uh, Not that it matters, not that it matters of
2: critical race theory,
1: but yes, also, I mean, I, I hate to have to be the one who always brings it up, but I did go to law school and study under some of the actual big names in critical race theory. Um, nobody who talks about critical race theory knows what the fuck it is. They just, they say the same things. It's Teach yeah. black kids to hate white kids. It's that's the, not it's what critical the
2: race theory is. It's the same anti-MLK arguments that there no, were. As, as a matter days. of fact, it's critical race the theory would, would
1: have those black kids and those white kids join hands and work together to create a to better future society for somewhat, everyone. Yes. Because that's what it's actually fucking about. Also, it's a fucking legal studies movement, you dicks. Yeah
2: yeah about like redlining and like all the all the uh,
1: well it's our, a reaction to what is called the the lit- legal realist school of the 1960s and 1970s by a group of scholars mainly at Harvard and what they saw as a strain of conservatism in legal realism and they you know they would basically challenge it based off of Uh, you know, what is the reality on the ground? We talk about equal rights. We talk about things like due process. But when you look at these things and you apply them in such a way that we protect the rights of white people to be free from, you know, uh, to have the same, you know, uh, uh, we look at it equally under due process or equal, uh, 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 these analyses that we have in the law, um, then you end up with inequitable outcomes that do not fulfill what these legal uh, theories we have were meant to achieve. They're not, you know, like, for example, when we have race-blind uh, versions of due process uh, and equal protection, we end up with, you know, doing away with uh, things that allow for more African-American or underprivileged groups to make it into these larger schools like Harvard and Yale and etc. cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we do away with those programs. And that's not, that, that, there's an obvious problem there, that the legal realists, they were supporting that, so, that sort of action. Uh, the critical race theorists were saying, you guys are fucking stupid. Uh, so that's... I mean that's a very um ineloquent overview <laughs> of critical race theory for mm-hmm. me. We might have to do an episode on critical race theory in the future after I have the time to write okay. out an outline and can, do some and make sure that. I have all my things in order.
0: On your face everyday 5 and 6 year olds, you still can't play together on the playground like normal children. 7 and 8 year olds, we don't care. What? We're still going to force you to carry a burden that was never yours to carry. Shame okay. on
1: It's a mom yelling at a school deal. board.
2: That's fine, but also, it's not like, they're not teaching this in primary school. This is a university level No, 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 this is thing. about mask wearing.
1: She was complaining oh, okay. about mask wearing and Such coronavirus protections. protections. That's what she was Such complaining about. This next one is the one where I went, oh, this video is fucking gross. This okay, is should a we dip-
2: put this behind the Patreon wall?
1: No, we'll do this, we'll get to the end of these video clips, and oh god. This is a dipshit in a cowboy hat uh, holding some sort of meter that I don't know what it is. Um, and he's got his, I think, daughter there wearing a mask. And he's got, like, a fucking hose stuffed into her mask, which is supposedly reading whatever is behind the mask. Because these people don't understand how fucking anything works. And mm-hmm. that's, yeah, it, it's, uh, this one grossed me out.
2: It'll slowly start going down. And OSHA says in between 19.5 and 23.5. What's? It's
1: safe. 23.5 watts. Down 18.2 and dropping. It's not safe. I couldn't work. He, he had that girl, like, hyperventilating on purpose into this mask. Mm. And, you know, basically what I'm imagining is happening, it was reading carbon dioxide. And, like, yeah, you're going to have blade. carbon dioxide trapped right there in a mask. But that's not a problem because when you breathe in, you breathe in more fresh air through the mask. But if you're hyperventilating and you're just... <sighs> putting all that right there in the mask like that's it's it's fucking disgusting and remember lauren bobert described these people as freedom fighters Mm. these are her fucking heroes god good stuff i couldn't work Yes, you could. People work all day in mass. All fucking day. All this seems yeah. unfair and it doesn't make sense. Okay, this is the fucking, like, seven-year-old kid who is reading a script written by his fucking parents. This... All this is... I, you know, I don't... I struggle to say I want. I don't want to play this. I, I sort of don't one. want to play skip this. Skip it, skip it. Um, yeah, I'm going to skip just through this little kid. Um, and I think he might be the last one. So... Uh, yeah, this little kid, he, I think we all remember this story when it happened, just reading something his fucking parents written, had written about masks or whatever, and it's some stupid bullshit, and it's really fucking gross. It's really disgusting, so I don't want to do any more of that. But that, mm-hmm. those are Lauren Boebert's heroes, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those I are her are. fucking heroes. How sad is that bullshit? It's so, so disgusting. Yeah, it's, it's not brilliant. <laughs> no, it's not. But anyways, Benedict, that's it. That's it for this week's show. Um, Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. And remember, if you just can't get enough of us, you can go over to patreon.com forward slash NYGBC, where we're going to be putting up another tidbit in a little bit after we're going to go off uh, on this episode and record a little bit more. uh, Us reviewing Lauren Boebert's bullet points. Mm -hmm. Uh, Become a patron for as little as $2 an episode. For patron-only episodes, shout-outs on the show, early releases of our episodes, and more. And as always, we have to give a shout-out to our wonderful and amazing patrons, Shannon hey H- H- I don't remember if I pronounced please it properly the first yeah. time. You're going to have to tell me how to pronounce that, please. Shannon Helman, uh, Utah Outcast. Pause. Brent Lee. David Garrido. Dave Barwick. Charles Trulier. Dodd Snow. Chris Palmer. Bad Bible Stitches. Ellie Bartlett. Lisa. Tarn Somerville Fletcher. Benjamin Carlyle, Dexter... I have to do like a medieval thing for Tarn mm-hmm. Somerville Fletcher. Because that very much sounds like a medieval name. It does. Dexter. Allison, C. David, Megan Ruth, Glowrung the Deceiver, Big Easy, Glowrung the Deceiver, and Tarn Somerville Fletcher need to be in a death match (laughs) over who can be the the only one, who can be the last last one standing. Medieval. Uh, Big Easy Blasphemy, Becky Scott Fairley, Stephen and Cindy Dimmick, A.J. Brantley, Taru Takanan, Skeptical Seventh, and Balls Watterson and George Soros. I'm just going to be gaming out all the fights between our patrons from now on. (laughs) That's it for this week's show. Till next time, pop, pop, goodbye. Goodbye.